0: The young person but here's the thing. I think that's where our journey ends this will be the last episode of our podcast and I'm damn sure that it went out great because Colin was amazing yeah. so yeah I would make another podcast for that podcast episode but just thank you that is the last interview we do and I think it went out great more information later now enjoy the interview with Colin for you we can start all right colin i want to say one big welcome to the show and thank you for being part of our podcast we're super excited to have you here so why don't you share with us the most important thing which is your story who's Colin, Katrina,
1: and how did you get started in entrepreneurship
0: we, we want to know the story
1: first of all thank you so much for having me on the show i was super excited when you reached out to me and uh, i think it's going to be a great show today So um, my story begins going into my junior year in high school. I was DM'd by this guy named Michael Saba about e-commerce dropshipping, and it was super interesting to me. I haven't seen anything before it. All I saw was the the Get Rich ads, which was kind of interesting, but he was the first person to reach out to me. So we started DMing, and I found that he had a course, which was relatively new at the time, because this was about... Um, a year, two years ago. So, the new idea of courses was something that was just starting to get super hot. So, I purchased his course and got into e commerce and really learned about Facebook ads, Instagram influencers, and being an entrepreneur online. Whereas before, I was doing other stuff that was, you know, not really too entrepreneurial, but this really got me full, full dive into entrepreneurship and I really enjoyed it. I was not the best at it, which I thought, which was really annoying because I'm very competitive and I want to be the best at whatever I do. But I learned a lot about entrepreneurship, starting an LLC, um, you know, paying influencers, learning about marketing, which later would propel me to get into digital marketing to where, you know, I work with a company now that does really well and I'm starting a new company that does stuff on social media and click funnels. So that's how I started.
0: So let's talk more about the companies then. Exactly how did they got started? How did you got the
1: idea for it? So for the e-commerce store, I got the idea because I went on Oberlo and I was looking for different types of stores I wanted to buy because I wanted to take over something that was already successful because in my mind that would be the best way to continue success instead of try to recreate the wheel as someone who is brand new to e-commerce. So I bought a clothing store and I didn't think about how I would get the clothes made and I was just not ready to do something in the clothing space. So the e-commerce side was really bad, but the when I got into digital marketing, I have a very, very good partner and someone that I work with and he is, I believe he's in his 40s and he is super knowledgeable about the space, which really helps our clients trust our company and know that we have expertise.
0: Interesting. So uh,
1: I I want to know uh,
0: about, uh, you know, so I was looking at your profile about the company, you know, and I saw
1: the thing called, you know, E-Day. So can you tell us more about that? Yeah, for sure. So E-Day is a completely free tool for entrepreneurs or anyone who has developed successful habits that the most ex- most successful people in the world have. For example, you can set your goals, you can create a to-do list, Anything that you learn that day. So, let's say you write a book and you want to take down notes, you can put it in the eDay app. And setting goals, short term and long term, is super effective. And I found that eDay really helps people stay on top of their goals and set goals and be a successful minded person. And it's completely free. I wanted it to help people. So, that's the point of eDay.
0: So, did you like make it yourself or like you had help with it, you know, making it?
1: No. So my dad had the idea because he wanted to make an app. He wasn't really sure. So he was like, I want to make an app that could help successful entrepreneurs or help people who want to be entrepreneurs. And I grew up with one of my friends who is extremely smart. He's at Georgia Tech right now, great school. And I had connected with him before. And I said, I reached out to him and asked him if he wanted to work on the app together and he was super thrilled to do it. So I worked with our app developer who did a great job and I connected all the pieces to make sure everything went well, helped market it, help promote it, and make sure the idea this really vague idea was turned into reality.
0: <laughs> nice. You know, that's really awesome. So, you know, we talk about these two businesses, but let's talk about the one you're going to start that's you know, that social media thing. So is it going to be like an agency or really like a full-blown company?
1: So this is going to be a absolute beast of a company in my mind. Um, well, you know, my goal is to have it be a $10 million company, not just an agency, but something that's that's there in the market, that has presence, that people know about and want to work with and the whole point is that because most agencies now they will take anyone they can get nearly and we're going to flip that we're going to make it to where you have to almost apply to work with us and that we're super selective with who we work with and we're going to work with personal brands so it's not just businesses and it's helping personal brands become famous basically quite simply put it make them be famous on social media And then from there, help them sell their products, whatever they would like to sell.
0: Interesting. So, are you going to do this on your own or you have a team with it?
1: No. So, I've been been working on creating this team for almost – for over a year now. And it's been almost like a bounty hunt. It's been crazy trying to find the right people (laughs) to make this possible because it's just not something available in the market right now. So – finding the team that can fulfill what I want my clients to be able to have has been really difficult but so far we have ha- we have found great people to work with and super excited for this company and should be launching you know in 2020. so super excited for that. That's awesome <laughs> that's awesome to be honest. So as you're more experienced with you know team
0: building, what do you, do you think the most common mistakes people do when they actually try to hire good people for their team?
1: I think they hire people that are just too similar to them or their friends, so they'll hire people where they can't really enforce any, they can't enforce anything upon them. So working with someone who's just a friend to where you can like each other is great. For example, I have a auto detailing company where. I'm not best friends with my partner, but we are good friends and we're different styles of people to where when I have an idea, he can shut it down or if he proposes an idea, I can shut it down. So making sure that you're not just working with your best friends to where you'll do anything they want you to do, that there are some – it is kind of a business relationship in itself too. And when you're looking for people, looking for people are have energy and are excited to work – and are excited to get after it, and make some money, because if you're just working with people who have no energy and they're not excited to to do what they're doing, then it just drains everything. And I think the mistake that a lot of people make is you know they hire really, really good friends, and they also hire people that aren't super self-motivated.
0: but but don't you think that people can't keep up with the you know the hunger? I do you think we can stay hungrier every day, you know, hungry for
1: success, just, you know, not settle for something. That is a great question, yeah. So, this is not the smartest thing, but I've, I've done it a few times in my life, and it's, you'll buy something expensive, and it makes your bank account go lower than you want it to be, so you really wanna work hard to get that number back up. So <laughs> I found that is, that's something that you can do, especially when you're younger, and um, you don't have to worry about too much. That is, I'm not trying to be a financial advisor, but that's something that will definitely keep you hungry because you want to make that money back. Another way is just have a why. I learned that from the, uh, the University of Virginia wrestling coach. He's been great to learn from, and he, he will say things like, what is your why? Why are you doing this? If you don't have a why, then there's no reason. For example, if you're just good at podcasting, You still might not have any motivation, but you are good at podcasting. But you want to have a why for why you're doing it. Is it because you like to connect with different people? Is it because you found you want to get famous off podcasting? There's just just go seven layers deep, as Dean Graziosi says, and really dig down to find why you do stuff. And if there isn't a why, then really try not to do it.
0: True. I mean. Yeah, podcasting can be, sometimes it can be pretty, um, I would say, boring, really. So, you know, it's not really the most exciting thing, but, you know, the podcasting really defines the, the journey rather than the end goal, because even if you reach the peak of podcasting, you're not really going to, like, be super happy
1: about it if you didn't enjoy the journey. And the journey is really great. Yeah, I totally agree. Podcasting is, it can be super fun connecting with different people and hearing their stories. So, and I also want to give you some props that you are doing a great job in your podcast. Just a little shout out to that. Thank you. All right. So let's start,
0: let's continue with your self-education because I didn't actually heard how, uh, are you experienced with social media? So, you know, you want to help build their personal brand, but are you really expressed into that uh, you know, topic or you're just, you know,
1: the your team is going to handle that? Oh, for sure. So when I get into drop shipping, that really started my look at look behind the curtain from being a consumer of Instagram to being on the business side of Instagram. So after I did drop shipping I found that I wanted to purchase a theme page. So I bought a fashion page and I would sell shout outs. I sold one shout out for five dollars and I paid a lot of money for the page, but I found that I learned so much from that from that lesson from having it that theme page to where a year later now I run a page with uh, thirteen thousand five hundred followers and that is growing and I work with a personal brand as well and I've grown that to over seventeen thousand followers looking to get verified this week and I work with someone down in Miami Um, He teaches me a lot. He's incredible. He's definitely one of the best in the game. So maybe he could be on the team, but I'm learning from him every day, and it's just getting better every single day.
0: Interesting. So do you think that Instagram, you know, the thing that's going to win is the consistency or rather just the great plan of the beginning of something? Do you think people are going to succeed more with being consistent? or rather building a great plan and just starting from the beginning, you know,
1: uh, having a good start. That's a great question. So do you mean from the start and when they're planning post less, but post more effective content?
0: Yeah. I mean like, you know, there's someone who's called, you know, like the planner who plans all his content like really deeply. And then there's another one who's, who, you know, he plans his content, but he's also really posting a lot, you know, he tries different things. Which one do yeah. you
1: think is going to win the long game? I would say being being there and being consistent is super helpful. It definitely helps you maintain followers. So for example, on my page that has over 13,000 followers, because I've been working with a new graphic designer, really planning out what I want to do with this page and see if I can you know, make the most new content that you're not seeing on every single page. So I've taken a delay, and I've noticed you know I've lost I've lost followers because they haven't posted in a little while. But I noticed that being consistent helps you maintain followers and helps you slowly grow. But if you're creating content that has a high written score V R I N that's a uh, value rarity and I believe that's the right word. And there's one other word that uh, Ty Lopez came up with it where it's how new and how important is this content is this content going to bring you value can you find it anywhere else so i think having a brim score over six to where people see this content they really enjoy it they can't see it anywhere else that's what's going to help really grow your page where consistency is going to help you maintain and slowly grow but having content that's new and fresh and brings value that's going to help you with the most growth
0: but do you think for starters do you need to like you know, really need to plan out their company because you see some
1: people just overthink it at the end, and they never yeah, actually
0: I, post single post.
1: I agree with that. Even if it's not the best, as long as it's as long as it's eighty percent 80, good, I would post it and just make sure that you're being active. If you're not active, no one wants to follow a page that's not active. So from the start, I would I would start just posting a lot and being out there. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean. I support it. And at the end, you know, even if it's not the, like the greatest content, if you have the willingness to learn, because some people are really consistent, but they don't have that willingness to learn. And they just like, they stagger their growth and just stay at one pace. But if you do keep posting consistently and actually invest in your education, I think it will win at the long game. I mean, I in podcasting, agree. at least, I've heard it that way. Yeah, I agree. So are you going to focus more on Instagram or you want to grow every social
1: media out there? Um, Right now we're focusing on Instagram. We found that that does really well with selling courses and books. Twitter is Twitter is a lot harder and may not be as easy to monetize or as important to monetize. We found that Instagram is really the hotbed for for monetizing on social media We're looking in at TikTok because TikTok is free attention. It'd be hard to monetize TikTok, but it's really good to have, to take advantage of that organic audience. But mainly, mainly right now, Instagram and then possibly LinkedIn as well.
0: Interesting. And do you see, like, any potential new social media that are going to grow except, you know, TikTok? Do you see, like, potential... Yeah, do you see like potential in some kind of old and that and you know dead social medias?
1: Yeah, so I look on the app store. I like to see every so often if there's any new platforms coming out that's on the on the rise. And besides for TikTok, because that's an easy answer, there's this one other social platform I had probably two or three months ago. I forget the name, but it was so new. I think Gary V had maybe two thousand followers on it, but It was a super confusing platform, and I didn't find the the reason to have it because I had no idea what the point of it was. If it was a Twitter or an Instagram or a Facebook, it was just a a jumble of a bunch of different things, not an effective platform. So I tried that. It had no reach, nothing whatsoever. I stayed at one or two followers. So right now I I can't think of any new platforms, but I'll definitely be sure to keep looking.
0: Oh, all right so I just want to point out damn Gary has account on every freaking social media it doesn't mean it's dead or not he has a freaking account goddamn yeah you gotta give that to him
1: I do him and his team it definitely does help having a massive team to make your content and videos
0: Oh definitely I mean we can all talk about the content And Gary says a lot of you know cool things but at the end you're starting from zero and he has 30 or so people from his team. But you do not have to listen to him, though. You know, he started really young. He was patient, and look where that got him. You know, if you see his first videos, he was really like, he was really bad. You know, he wasn't covered at camera, which by was really weird. But he wasn't really, and you know, the quality wasn't good and this and that. But after five years, look at that damn.
1: You know. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I'm a huge, I'm a big fan of Gary Vee on most of his stuff. Some of it I don't really agree with, but. You know, you don't always have to agree 100% with someone. I really admire his team as well as him. Definitely, I definitely admire his team on how well they create content. And then some of the stuff he says, I really agree with.
0: Yeah, and, you know, when people take account to Gary, they also got to remember that he didn't need to create content because he was already successful before, you know, the rise of social media. He grew, you know, their their parents business to over a couple of minutes, like 60 minutes or so, and he was successful. But why he did produce content, I don't really know. But look where that got him, like like I said again. You know, it really isn't in the money, but more like the opportunity that gives. And the money follows every time. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, okay, so let's talk about your inspirations, Elias. We'll talk about Gary Vee. You agree a lot with him, but which are the people you completely agree with? Like the people that, you know, lift you up like motivational speakers or inspirational speakers or other entrepreneurs, who are the big fishes in your opinion for you?
1: That's a really good question. I'm not a huge motivational speaker person. I found that I'm really self-motivated and I'm not a big rah-rah person, so I'm not a big person that likes to be hyped up. I, I can find that in myself. But, you know, I went to a Tony Robbins event that actually I really wasn't a big fan of because I found it was a lot of hype. It was like 10 hours long if not longer and he was just hyping people up and I was just like please just teach me the content so I can apply this to my life so I like to get stuff done I like to just get after it that's why I think motivational speakers and I are not like the best of friends but the people that I really look up to and um think they're great entrepreneurs you know there's John Danes I had him on my podcast yesterday I'm editing that um he's just a great entrepreneur he has a a business called 99 Media Co. He works with Adam Artemis, who's a great guy. had him on the podcast where I like to look up to people who are a little bit older than I am, but I can see how I can do what they're doing. And that if I look up to, you know, Warren Buffett, that's great and everything. He has great principles, but it's not the most realistic thing for me to be the new dawn of investing. So I like to look up to people who are, you know, maybe in their their 20s who have media companies they're doing stuff on social media but obviously make sure that they're legit they're not just flexing on social media so that's why i think people who have good values but are young entrepreneurs i really like to look up to them i agree i agree and you know we're
0: wrapping this up soon i want to know how we can contact you though colin because we never actually got to you know to to hear your contact info so let me ask
1: you now, which are the best social media for us to get in touch with you? You can contact me on Instagram at Colin Castrina. It's a little difficult to spell. My last name is C-A-S-T-R-I-N-A. Or you can contact me on LinkedIn as well. That's how uh, you and I met. That's, again, Colin Castrina. So those are the best ways that you can contact me. And feel free to DM me or ask me anything you need to. Great.
0: And as we're ending this, what is your last advice to the people who are listening to this? Your, is they, s- you know, yeah, sorry for interrupting you, but if they have forgot anything else, which is the one thing they need to remember before?
1: Um, I would say that if you have an idea for a business, don't worry about what people are going to say. I would say just start it and always self-educate, always read and look up to people, pay for mentors and just learn as much as you can. And be patient, like Gary Vee says, because if you just stay consistent, you're working every day, you're trying to better yourself. Success will come eventually. Just stay patient and make sure you start. Because If you don't start, nothing will ever happen. Great. Well,
0: Colin, I, I would say thank for an amazing interview. It was a pleasure having you. And, yeah, I wish you every, uh, everything the best and all the success in the world, mate. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much.